Okay. Is that better? (laughs) Stevie Wonder. That's what somebody called you after the last service. (laughs) We love you, Stevie. I had him heart rocking last, you know, because I couldn't see him after the last service, so we were teasing him. Um, Yeah, this is what happens when you laugh. Your body fills itself with a rush of endorphins. And do you know the Mayo Clinic is using laughter yoga to help people deal with cancer? Yeah, pretty amazing. So what they believe is you can make yourself laugh and your body does the same thing as if you were really laughing. So just do it with me. Just <laughs> now, how long did it take you to actually start laughing? Not very long, right? So our body can't tell the difference. The physical sensations of laughing, what happens in our body, moves endorphins into our body, and endorphins are our natural painkillers. So it's an important thing for you to laugh when something happens. It's an important thing to move yourself into that space. It changes things. This could be important as we get older, couldn't it? As our bodies don't do the same things, that we learn to laugh more and more frequently with more and more ease. This is a spiritual practice, guys. What are you laughing at? (laughs) It's a spiritual practice, right? That we laugh. It's a very important thing that happens for us. Our physiology changes and our psychology changes when we laugh. Whatever it is that seems so big is not so big when we laugh at it. It unites us and brings us back into a sense of commonality with each other. And some of us are afraid to laugh. Some of us are afraid to joke. Some of us grew up in households where laughing wasn't safe. Or you could get in trouble for laughing at somebody. And some of us grew up in households where humor was used as, or sarcasm was used as humor, where the things that were laughed at were about how much we could belittle each other rather than how much we could build each other up. And if we have those old wounds, that sense of what it feels like to be laughed at, we will go to any extreme not to make ourselves or anybody else feel that way. So we don't necessarily look for people to laugh at us. We don't necessarily step out and say something. Very few of us are comfortable sharing a joke. But this morning, I'm going to open up the mic, and I'm going to invite four or five of you to stretch a little bit and come stand up here and tell a joke. Caveat is, it should be sort of. Everybody willing to hear a joke? Willing to run the risk it might shock you? Okay. Not too shocking, please. All right, Pam Amon, where are you? Because you volunteered. Come on up and share your joke. Okay. Do you all know why we have elections in November? Because all the turkeys are running loose. (laughs) 
That was good. Somebody else? Yes, ma'am. Well, I, I love to live my life in the quote of Oscar Wilde, who said, life is far too important to take seriously. But now that I'm in the decade of my 60s, it's a quote attributed to Bob Hope that I love and have realized, in our 20s, we care so very much what others think of us. In our 40s, we don't care so much what others think of us. And in our 60s, we realize they were never thinking of us. (laughs) Oh, one more, one more. Uh, This is very appropriate, I believe, because uh, it takes place in a huge cathedral where they were doing a remodel, kind of a facelift, we can relate. And way, way, way up high in this cathedral was a somewhat bored painter retouching and painting the ceiling. And far down below, he saw a woman praying fervently at the the altar. So he thought he was going to have just a little bit of fun with her. And in his deepest, most sacred-sounding voice, he said, Hello, this is Jesus. Nothing. No reaction whatsoever. She just continued to pray fervently. So he thought, oh, well, for sure, she just must not have heard me. And wanting to get the reaction, he said, much louder this time, Hello, this is Jesus. Quiet, she said. I'm speaking to your dad. (laughs) Come on up here, you. How many of you have heard of the three rings of life? Life. There's the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and eventually the suffering. (laughs) Ouch. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Wait, I'm going to bring this to you, Bertie. Yeah, you're my favorite one. <laughs> can you my favorite one? Yes. All oh, right. You can, can you hear me? Yes. I'm loud enough. Well, this is going to be kind of long, but it's funny. Forrest Gump, you know, like the rest of us, he died, went to heaven, and St. Peter said, well, we knew you'd be coming, and so glad to see you, but things have changed. I have to ask you three questions, because people are trying to get in here that don't belong. Now, the first question is going to be, how many T's are there in a week? And name them. The second question is, how many seconds are there in a year? And the third question is, what is God's first name? Well, Forrest went off, and but soon he comes trotting back and says, hey, I got to, okay, hey. And he's smiling from ear to ear. And St. Peter says, okay, how many T's are there in a week? And name them. And Forrest grins and he says, well, there's two. And St. Peter says, well, name them. Well, there's today and tomorrow. And St. Peter says, well, that that counts. Okay, okay. Now, how many seconds are there in a year? And Forrest just grins again. He says, that's easy. There's 12. How would you get 12? January 2nd, February 2nd. (laughs) 
Oh, okay, that, that counts. But now, here is the hard one. What is God's first name? Well, Forrest just beamed from ear to ear, and he says, that's easy. His name's Andy. And St. Peter says, how did you get Andy? And Forrest says, Andy walks with me, Andy talks with me. <laughs> Okay, and here's mine. Minister was standing in the back of the church, and he was holding a box, and inside of it was a military-folded flag. And he closed the box, and he set it on a shelf carefully in the lobby so that it could be seen by everybody. And while he was doing it, one of the small children in the sanctuary was standing next to his mother. And he walked over to the minister, and he said, Pastor what are you doing? What is that? And he said, oh, it's a flag. And he held it down for the little boy to see. He said, it's a flag. See, they folded it just special. It's to honor those that died in service. And the little boy looked at the flag and he looked up at the minister and he said, which service, nine or 11? So it's important for us to to laugh. It's important for us to find a way to laugh at the hard moments. It's important to our health. It's important to our spiritual growth. And you know, we were created like this, right? This laughing thing, this is the image of God. So lighten up. Take it a little more easily. I want you to say with me, I am funny. I am funny. I want you to say it again like you mean it. I am funny. Awesome. I'm so glad this is over. (laughs) Connie and I are like, what else are we going to talk about? How do you find funny songs? I have a couple quotes for you, and then Connie's going to make you laugh some more. These are random and in no certain order. E.B. White, not to be confused with E.B. Weeks, E.B. White said, humor can be dissected as a frog can, but the thing dies in the process and the innards are discouraging to anyone but the pure scientific mind. (laughs) This is by Anonymous. I changed my password everywhere to incorrect. That way when I forget it, it always reminds me, your password is incorrect. (laughs) Isn't that a good idea? (laughs) Right? Also by Anonymous, please don't drink to forget me. I'll just end up showing up twice. This one also by Anonymous. The human race is faced with a cruel choice, work or daytime television. Fred Allen said, a celebrity is a person who works hard all his life to become well-known, then wears dark glasses to avoid being recognized. (laughs) And finally, Jim Henson said, it's easy to identify people who can't count to 10. They're in front of you in the supermarket express line.